Hey there, friend. So I don't know if you found this episode because it's after the holidays, or maybe you've lost some weight postpartum and the scale went back up and you're frustrated, whatever it is today, I'm going to give you the mindset shifts and the habits that you can embrace after this happens. So you don't get down and discouraged. So you don't stay off track. And so you can regain that momentum that you built before. Sometimes there will be days at a time where we're totally out of routine, whether it's the holidays or we went on vacation or we were just in a mental funk. And when we're totally out of routine, not in full control of the food options around us, our schedule is thrown off. That discipline does wane. The discipline you built up or that you were wanting to build up, it wanes. And we find ourselves up a few pounds. If you're facing this right now, guess what? You're not alone. This happens to everyone. And I'm here just to tell you that I've been there too. And I'm not just going to console you today. I'm not going to pat your back and say, okay, it's okay. I'm going to give you the mindset shifts you need to embrace and some habits you can put in place. So what I want you to do is get off the scale right now, get out of your head and get ready to do some work. Hey mama, welcome to the tough love mom podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Before we dive into this today, I'm going to read a review really quick from Kit Kat Antiwack. Oh my gosh, that's so fun to say. <laughs> that's titled All Heart. It's a five-star review and I felt like this was an important review to read aloud because maybe you're not a year or two postpartum and you might be listening to this podcast going, I don't know if this fits. I don't know if this is the right one for me, but Kit Kat Antiwack has this to say about the Tough Love Mom podcast. I'm all about women supporting women, and this is the perfect example. Positive, empowering, and encouraging. Just the perfect mix of you can do it, sista, and it ain't necessarily easy. While I'm way beyond the child rearing stage, I look forward to hearing more from Liz. Go get it, sister. I think that's so important to remember that just because we might be not be in the exact season that we're gleaning something from, from an expert or a source of inspiration, it's important to know that you can still take away something from whatever you're listening to, whatever you're reading and apply it to your life. So if this podcast has touched you in any way, encouraged you, spurred you on, or helped you actually change your habits and your discipline, please make sure that you go to the show. You can just click the title um, beneath the episode name. You can click the title. It's like purple, I think on Apple. 
and leave a written review. Give five stars. Let me know how this podcast has helped you so I can continue making content and making episodes that are going to serve you and spur you on in your journey. All right, let's get into when the scale goes back up. Okay. So I want to let you in and be a little transparent, but guess what? In December, uh, when I, so I recently at the end of 2021 finished phase one of the live hard challenge, which is basically, you're probably familiar with 75 hard, but it's got three phases after it. If you're really like, I guess you could call me crazy, but it's got these phases after it that continue the habits, add some more habits in that just grow your mindset and your mental toughness. So I was like, well, I'm going to do the whole thing, obviously. So I finished phase one mid-November before Thanksgiving. Um, We had Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I just recently in January started phase two. But in that time between mid-November and a couple days ago, early January, um, I gained about five pounds. So total transparency, scale's gone up for me too during the holidays. A big part of that is because I forgot to recalculate my caloric need after changing my workout intensity because for 105 straight days, I was working out for 90 minutes and I wasn't doing that to lose weight. I wasn't doing that. It was a, it's a mental toughness challenge. So just to give you a little context there, um, but for 75 hard and during phase one, I was doing 90 minutes of exercise a day, seven days a week. Uh, some of it low impact. If you're sitting here going, she's crazy. That's so bad for your body. I was doing a lot of mobility work and walking and things that were honoring my body and not as high impact. But, um, I switched from doing that for almost six to eight weeks, doing 20 to 35 minutes tops, maybe like five, six days a week, way different caloric burn, caloric use. And I was eating the same way. So that was a big reason for me. But there's a lot of other reasons that the scale can go up during the holidays, some habit things, some tangible things that we can change. So first, let's talk about what to do. If you find yourself getting on the scale, you're up a few pounds, you thought you were doing things well, and you're like, what just happened? Why is this the case? First thing I want you to do is get out of your head. I'm gonna say it again, get out of your head. Sorry, those first (laughs) second time I said it it sounded a little bit like I was talking to my toddler, but it's simply feedback. The number that you're looking at on the scale is feedback. It's data and data literally is a depiction of numerals, (laughs) right? It doesn't define you or your worth. It just depicts numbers. It's a depiction of some digits that you see. And it's honestly just feedback on the choices you've made in the past couple days, the past couple weeks, the past couple months, it's all just feedback. So don't tie it to you emotionally or your worth or your value. That is so important. And I can't reiterate that enough. So I'm going to get off my soapbox, but data, the definition of data is facts and statistics collected together for reference or analysis. So basically the sales, just the scale is just giving you something for reference and analysis. So you can take that number and analyze, okay, why did this happen? And we're going to dive into some of those things. So the second thing I want you to do, if you notice that the scale went up is to evaluate your intake and your output of calories. Now I don't want you counting calories. If you followed me or listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm not an advocate of counting calories. I really think it's important to know what your body needs and not being super OCD about what's going into your body. But Basically how you're fueling and how you're expending energy plays a huge role in weight gain and weight loss. At the end of the day, that's the foundational part of weight gain and weight loss is calories in calories out. So 
I just phrase it differently, fueling how you're fueling your body and how you're expending energy. This is ultimately why you gain weight, why you maintain weight, why you lose weight. So other factors that can play into weight gain and weight loss are things like the macronutrients that you're taking in, uh, what time of the month it is for you as a female, your stress levels, how you're sleeping. Um, if you're really sore because you've been working out hard because <laughs> you're frustrated, maybe about the scale going up when you're sore, your muscles are retaining water, uh, to help heal. And when, your muscles are sore and you're, you have water retention, you're going to weigh a little bit more. So that's just a couple reasons that the scale might have gone up. Um, but again, often this time of year, right? It's January right now, <laughs> this time of year, it's a pretty simple reason to point out why it's happened, especially if you can be totally honest with yourself. Um, so it should be a pretty easy fix to your problem. Um, I know quick fix, easy fix isn't a phrase that we like. I don't like to use it, but you get what I mean. There's a simple solution to this problem. And very likely if you're going to be honest with yourself, which helps grow you to be honest, like if you're going to be honest with yourself, you're going to grow from that and you're going to become a more disciplined, more consistent, mentally stronger woman by being honest with yourself. So no, sorry, a little tough love moment there, but be honest with yourself because it probably is a simple solution. Don't overthink it. Don't try to come up with all these complex reasons that you gained weight. It probably at the end of the day was that foundational calories in calories out. And sometimes we don't, like I told you, I forgot to recalculate my caloric needs because I forgot. Like I, I just legitimately forgot that, oh yeah, I'm going from 90 minutes of exercise to like 25 to 30 a day, maybe five or six days a week instead of seven. So don't be hard on yourself again, get out of your head. Okay. So anytime that your workout intensity or your frequency or the length that you work out changes, or if there's a change in, let's say your nursing relationship with your, your child, if they go from, you know, four times a day to two times a day, or you wean completely and you're not pumping or breastfeeding anymore. Those are times you would want to recalculate your caloric needs because your body is not expending as much, or it might be expending more just depending on how your life has changed. So make sure that you are remembering to do that again. I just like completely forgot <laughs> after I finished, finished phase one of 75 hard and the live hard challenge. So just make sure that you are aware of what's going on in your life and honest with yourself. The third thing to do after getting out of your head and checking your caloric need is check in on anything else that's going on in your life. If caloric needs aren't off or they didn't need to change, what else is happening in your life right now? And this is where you need to sit down with yourself and be honest with your nutrition and it hurts and it's uncomfortable, but it is in uncomfortable moments where we grow. And like I said, when you can let yourself sit in discomfort and work through it and come out the other side better, you're going to be more mentally strong. You're going to become more disciplined over time. You're going to be able to stay consistent because you have just strengthened your mind. So sit in the discomfort and be honest with yourself. How was your nutrition the past few weeks? Were you totally mindless? Were you eating way less veggies than you're used to eating? And honestly, it will You'll, you'll be able to notice, you probably did notice in your digestion and your energy levels, if your nutrition really was off. And when you're honest with yourself, after looking at those things, it's going to be a simple change of, I'm going to hone in on my nutrition. I'm going to be more disciplined about it. And not because you are tied to this number on the scale and it's an aesthetic thing. You're doing it because you know, you feel better. 
you know, and you eat better, you can be eating affects our mood, how we're eating affects our emotions and our brain. Um, and our brain affects our emotions and our mood and everything. So it's really important just to look at it and say, I'm going to feel better all around when I'm fueling my body better. So be honest with yourself about your nutrition. I also want you to check in on your sleep. Uh, this is a time when a lot of people go back to work, get into routine. And if you're sleeping way less than you were over the last couple weeks, that might be contributing to why the scale has stayed the same or gone up or whatever it is you're frustrated about. I also want you to check in on your stress levels. The beginning of the year, although it's like a, this exciting, motivating time, it's often stressful too, because you might be trying to add in a bunch of new habits, or there might be some schedule changes or life changes. And if you are more stressed than usual, your body is releasing more cortisol and cortisol is actually tied to your appetite. So if you're more stressed, you're more likely to feel hungry more often, thus leading to weight gain. So that's another thing to check in on. I also want you to think about, okay, what time of the month is it for me? Am I about to get my period? Um, did I just come out of that? And during my period, I was just not eating well because I didn't feel well. Whatever it is, time of the month plays a huge role for women in what you weigh. Our weight fluctuates so much day to day, and sometimes even week to week based on our cycle. So make sure that when you are weighing yourself, this, cause this is just a little side note, but when you are weighing yourself, make sure it's not too often because your weight will fluctuate a lot throughout the course of a month. Even if you're being consistent, I want you to make sure that you are getting on the scale at the same time of day in the same circumstances. So, and not the same time of day every day, but say you do it on the 15th every month, because that's like in the middle of your cycle and you know, you're not about to be on your period. So let's say you do the 15th of every month, uh, make sure it's at the same time of day. Often morning is best and make sure that it's under the same circumstances. Is it before you peed or after you peed? Is it before you breastfed or after you breastfed? Right. Cause like that fullness can be a factor, especially if we've got like a 12 month old. So um, make sure that you're checking in on those things and that you're just being consistent about the circumstances and the time of day that you're weighing yourself because one minute difference in those circumstances around when you're stepping on a scale can impact what it's actually going to say. So that is what I want you to do. Next time you see the scale has gone up a few pounds, or if you're in that place right now, I want you to get out of your head, evaluate your intake, caloric intake and the output, and then check in on other things that are going on. And at the end of the day, when you do this, you have to be honest with yourself. Okay. Remember that those are what you need to do. But at the end of the day, it's work that you have to do on your own in your mind. And you probably already know what the root cause is. You really do deep down. We often know what's going on. Our intuition, especially as moms is so strong and so accurate most of the time. So trust that intuition, even if it's telling you something you don't want to hear. Okay. Okay. This is where you have to tough love yourself. And I want to define tough love for you. It is caring enough because when you tough loving yourself, because when we're talking about giving it to someone else, it's because we care about them. And as women, it's really easy to put ourselves last, put others before us, which is important to care for other people. We are made nurturers, but tough loving yourself means that you care enough for your mental and physical and emotional well-being that you're willing to be straightforward and honest with yourself. That's all that it means to tough love yourself. Okay. So do that. Sit down with yourself, be honest, give yourself some tough love and then get going on making 
those changes. Okay. I do walk women through the fitness and nutrition side of things. If you feel totally lost with what workouts to do in the season that you're in and making time for exercise and you need that efficiency, you need that effectiveness. If you need just, you're like, okay, I think I can figure out what I need calorically, but I have no idea what to eat or how to split that up between different macronutrients. And I just want to do it right. I help women with that. I walk you through it for a a year at a time. And I also have an amazing community that you can dive into as well for the ad accountability. We have an app that we use so we can track everything and just keep track of our progress, what we're doing day to day. So we can get that feedback. If you don't track what you want to make progress on, you won't make progress. Okay. Uh, many of my clients last year said that my weekly check-ins that I send my clients were monumental in their awareness of what was helping them make progress or what was hindering them. So if you are this year needing those fitness tools and that support and the nutrition education, I personally use, and all these clients have used to get their results and get their habits in place. If you need that to get your habits and your mindset changed this year, head below to the link and you can find all the information that you need. Make sure that we can chat. I'll answer your questions and we'll get you set up so you can rock 2022. All right, go get after it, sister. Make sure that you are taking control of those thoughts, get out of your head and go start taking the action you know you need to take to make the change you want to make. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.